This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Your faith must be far more an attitude than it is an exercise. Meaningful faith, faith with true power that changes things, involves more than hearing about it, knowing about it, confessing it, hoping for it, or even asking God for it. God has already given every born-again believer a measure of faith, What we do with our portion, God has left for us to decide as we grow in godly wisdom and in His Word. In this inspired four-day series entitled, Effective Faith Must Be a Lifestyle, Pastor Ray addresses the truths behind living a lifestyle of faith or a lifestyle whose faith produces nothing. Because it's not enough for the Christian to exercise faith only, when easy to do so, we're reminded that God expects that the results of our faith will always be good, producing nothing less than miracles every time. How's your faith today? A lifestyle or merely a spiritual exercise? You see, God expects results. The Word, when acted on in faith, ought to bring results in our life. Let me say it again. The Word acted on in faith ought to bring, should bring results in a person's life. Why? Because the seed is living and it's active and it has the ability to produce whatever you need, want, or desire in your life. If you want things to change, if you want your life to change, if you want your marriage to change, if you want your finances to change, if you want your, 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 your emotional state to change, then you have to hear the word. You have to accept the word, do the word, live the word, believe the word in faith. And he says, this one bears fruit. So he says he bears fruit. But I want you to pay attention to the next words he says. Because he says, bears fruit. Some, some, 30-fold, some 60-fold, and some 100-fold. And I've heard all kinds of messages on these verses, but I'm going to tell you what I believe. What you see there is Jesus is showing you the process of faith. You hear the word, you accept the word, you're not going to go to 100-fold just like that overnight, folks. It just doesn't happen that way. You hear the word, you accept the word, you do the word, you live the word, you confess the word, you believe the word, you stand on the word, you keep doing the word, you keep doing the word, you keep doing the word, and then bam, you start to see 30-fold. And you keep on doing it some more, and you do it some more, and you believe it some more, and you stand on it some more, and then you see 60-fold. And then you believe it some more, you do it some more, you confess it some more, you stand on it some more, and then all of a sudden you start to see a hundredfold develop in your life. 
That's how you come to fullness in the Word of God. You accept it, you hear it, you accept it, and you start to bring forth a little. And if you keep on it, and you keep with it, and you glorify God with what you got, and not complain about what you don't have, and you keep on in your confession and your believing and your declaring by faith, the 30 becomes 60, and eventually the 60 will become full-blown into a hundredfold blessing in your life. So Jesus didn't stop there. He goes on and he says, and he gives them some other things. And I like this in verse 24. He says, then he said to them, take heed to what you hear with the same measure you use. It will be measured to you who hear. uh, Wait a minute. Let me read that again. Take heed to what you hear with the same measure you use. It will be measured to you and to you who hear more will be given. So he's telling you to be careful about what you let into the ear gate. Don't let anything into the ear gate because it can disrupt and uproot the seeds of faith that you have planted. Don't let words of doubt, don't let the naysayers and the discouraged ones and the people that suck off you, suck the faith and the life out of you, do it to you. Be careful what you're listening to. Be careful to what you allow in your ear. If it doesn't ring true to faith, then reject it with all that you have. Is everybody with me? I only want to listen to those things that build my faith. I only listen to faith building music, not emotional building music. Because a lot of music can build up your heart and the words are killing my spirit. They're killing my faith. I've got to listen to stuff that's going to build me up. And keep my faith strong. He said, consider carefully. He's given us a great lesson on faith and the process of faith here. Keep your ear keen to only that which builds faith in your life. And get rid of everything else. So he says, and he goes on to say, um, verse 26. And this is what I want to key in for a few minutes. And he says, the kingdom of God is as as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. Well, we've, we've heard all kinds of things about seed. We know that Jesus said, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed. So he's talking about the kingdom in this way. The kingdom principle is as such. It's as if a man, it's like seed. It's like seed. Whatever is sown in the ground, notice what he says. Whatever sown in the ground. And should sleep by night and rise by day... And the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. Right here he's identifying the process of faith. Faith starts as a seed. I believe something. I sow something. I give something. I release something in faith. And he says, this is how the principle of the kingdom of God operates. He says it's as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. So I'm believing God for something. I'm releasing my faith. I'm giving my tithe. I'm giving my offering. I'm I'm scattering seed on the ground. I'm doing acts of kindness. I'm scattering seed on the ground. And he says it's as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. I'm going to just teach you a little lesson. He said, 
you know, basically what Jesus is saying is you should go to sleep at night and you should get up in the morning and don't worry about how and when and where your seeds are going to sprout. Because it happens all by itself. Just like in nature, you plant the seed and you, you don't go back and look at it every day to see if it's come up. You just trust that eventually that seed is going to sprout and it's going to grow. He says a man sleeps by day, wakes by night, uh, sleeps by night, wakes by day. And he says the seed all by itself sprouts and it starts to grow. This is the kingdom principle. This is the kingdom principle of faith. And that's what Jesus is teaching us here. I don't know. I don't know how everything happened in my life. I don't know how I totally got to this place. I mean, I know the, the faith that I've had to use and I know the circumstances I've had to go through, but I don't know what it was. I just kept planting the seed of faith, believing, believing and trusting and believing and trusting and confessing and pushing through every obstacle. And I kept sowing seeds of faith, sowing seeds of faith. And just like Jesus points out here, he says, you know, I went to sleep at night. I got up by day, just went back to work. No, I didn't see anything. I went back to sleep that night, got up the next day, nothing changed. And there were periods of time that I did this for months and even years where I didn't see anything great. I didn't see anything great. I'm just doing, we were small church for years. Years and years we were small church, but I just kept going to sleep and waking up. I just kept on believing, kept on confessing, kept on tithing, kept on giving, kept on sowing wherever God led me to sow, kept sowing seeds of love, forgiveness, wherever, just keep sowing and doing. I'm planting seed every time I'm doing that. And, and I'm going to sleep, waking up, and little by little by little, I started to see, and he talks about the second part of that. He says, verse 28, he says, for the earth yields crops by itself. So that's why I say you can't make things happen. All you can do is stand in faith and let God do the right. Now we've got to do our part. I'm not preaching laziness. You've got to get the work done. But you can't push so, so hard that you wear yourself out and everybody else out trying to make something happen. You've got to trust God. You sow the seeds of faith and you trust the Lord. Because you go to sleep at night, you, you wake in the morning, and all of a sudden the seed starts to sprout. And it starts to grow all by itself. I want you to pay attention to that all by itself. Because that's a test of faith. Sometimes, you know, we want to have, you know, I like to say faith by hint. Gee, Lawrence, I love that, that, that gold bracelet you're wearing there. That's a real, you know, I've been believing God for a gold bracelet like that. Man, someday I'm just believing God's going to put it on somebody's heart to give me a gold bracelet just like that. Called faith by hint. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever been around somebody like that? It's called faith by him. Well, you don't, you don't do that. You, you trust God all by itself. It's going to manifest. If you want a gold bracelet, then you pray for it. You stand in faith, believing for it. And you just say, I believe I have it. I believe I have it. You don't have to tell the whole church what you're believing God for. You have to tell everybody what you're hoping that somebody's going to, because that's trying to push it and make it happen yourself. That's pushy. That's not faith. Faith just utters it between you and God. That's it. Me and God. That's all. I just have to tell the Lord and I just rest and let it be. And and that's it. And and God will move on somebody or some way or something will happen and it'll be put into my lap, you know, and, and that's how it happens. I, I remember I'm reminded of this and I'm getting off a little bit, but that we have a little time. I remember as I'm looking at Kareem many years ago, Kareem didn't know this, but I was believing God for a treadmill. 
And I had, you know, I had one, but someone had given it to me and it was used and it was not in very good condition, but I burned it out. I used it, but it was like starting to make some sounds that it shouldn't be making. And I figured it's probably time to. So I had been out and I had been looking at some new treadmills and um, I was looking at some, you know, I was taking a job. I mean, I wasn't, I didn't go, let me put this. I didn't go to Bob, uh, what do you call it? No, Dick's. To, to find a treadmill. I want a really good one because I really do use a treadmill. I mean, I burn, I've burned, I think, three of them out so far. All right. So that's how many treadmills I've been through in the last 15 years or 18 years, something like that. So I really use them. So I wanted a really good one. And I didn't tell anybody. I just started going around and looking. So I believe that this is going to be mine. I believe I'm going to have one of these. Don't know because I didn't have the money. And I couldn't sell the one I had, but I was just believing. I said, one of these days, I'm going to get one of these really nice treadmills. So Corrine comes to me one day and she says, and I don't remember how you found out or something, but you said to me, God told me to buy you a treadmill. And the very first thing I said is when she hears the price, she's going to change her mind. (laughs) Because I already knew how much the treadmill that I was looking for was. And I said, when she hears the price, she's going to change her mind. So I got like embarrassed. And she says, no, she says, God told me to buy you a treadmill. And I was like, well, well, Kareem, you know, well, maybe you could just like, just give me something towards the treadmill, like whatever God puts on your heart. And she was insistent. She said to me, no, God told I said, are you sure? Because I'm thinking when she hears the price, she's going she's gonna to say, oh, well, I didn't expect it to be that much. But Corrine is a woman of God and she does hear from the Lord. And God did tell her to buy me a treadmill. And when I told her the price, she didn't even blink. She just wrote me a check and handed it to me and said, go buy the treadmill. And I did. And I burned that one out as well. <laughs> but you see, you don't have to use faith by him because you plant the seed of faith. And you trust the Lord and all of a sudden it's going to sprout and it's going to start to grow. Now listen to what it says for by itself. You don't have to force it by itself. Verse 28, for the earth yields crops by itself. Now listen, first the blade, then the head. After that, the full grain in the head. But when the grain (coughs) ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. So he's teaching us the process of faith. You start to trust God and believe God. Not everything is going to fall into your lap. Like I said before, it's not a, this is not a magic lamp with a genie. Rub-a-dub-dub, give me my three wishes. This is the process of faith. And he says, you sow the seeds of faith. And he said, all by itself, all by itself. You don't even know. You don't even know how it happened. Some of you can probably testify to the same thing. You're in a good place right now. You don't even fully know how that happened. You don't even know how the how you got there, but you're, you were here. And then all of a sudden you're over here and you're like, well, okay, praise God. I don't know exactly how it all happened, but it seemed like everything just fell right into the, into place at the right moment of time. The seed is sprouting. The the seed is, has sprouted and the seed is growing all by itself. And he said, but first it's the blade You see, you don't get a full plant, you get a blade. And then he says, then the head. See, then you get a little head, you see a little head on the blade. And then after that, the full grain in the head. And then he says, after that, you take the sickle and you put it in because your harvest has come. See, that's called the process of faith. It doesn't happen overnight. 
you know, and, and, and you can't get frustrated because all you're seeing is a little blade. That's why I've learned to thank God for every little blessing in my life, because I take the little, every little thing, I take it as moving toward, that's just the, just the sprout, just come up, just the blade, you know? And then when other things happen, I praise God, well, that's the head, it's coming, it's, it's not here fully, but it's coming. This is called the process of faith. You have to sow it. You have to release it. You have to believe it. You have to keep on saying that I believe it. And then what happens is eventually you're going to see a little tiny bit. And if you keep at it and you keep working it, you'll see a little bit more. And if you keep at it, you see it's the 30, it's the 60, it's the 100, it's the blade, it's the head, and it's the full grain. It doesn't, it doesn't I do it today and tomorrow it's done. You've got to do it. But some of you, can I just be honest, some of you haven't even taken the first step. You're still sitting in church, and I'm not condemning you, because I'm not pointing you out, because I don't really know who you, who you might be, because I don't know your personal business, but I know by the Spirit that some of you haven't even entered the first step yet. You haven't even sown anything yet. So how are you going to get to the blade, to the head, to the full grain? How are you going to get the 30, 60, and 100 fold going? You've got to start by sowing, by releasing, by giving, by, by doing. That's how you get, that's how you sow seeds. Seeds are sown by every action in your life. That's how seeds are sown. So how are you going to, how are you going to get the process going if you haven't even started yet? That's why I stand here week in and week out declaring the word over and over again because I've got to get some of you jump-started into doing it. Is everybody with me? Because if you don't start by somewhere, you're never going to see the process even begin. The process begins by sowing. By sowing, right? He said, he said, the sower went and sowed the word. He said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed. This is the principle of the, of the kingdom of God. This is how the kingdom of God operates. You sow. Now, I want to just point out one other scripture. We have a few minutes because this is really important. Then we'll stop right here. Because in Galatians chapter 6, Sandy will put it up on the screen, 6 and 7, Paul said this, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. God is not mocked. God is not mocked. For whatever. Now, I want you to pay attention to whatever. For whatever a man sows... That he will also reap. In other words, remember something. Actions and activities of life are sowing seed. Whatever you say with your mouth, whatever you do with your life, actions and activities are the sowing that takes place in our life. If I'm sowing things that are consistent with the Word of God, sowing the Word of God, sowing faith in the Word of God, with, with the Word of God, then I can expect... Word results. But if I'm not sowing that stuff, I can only expect contrary results. So don't think that you can get away with this because whatever it says, whatever a man sows, that's why you got to be very, very careful about what you do in life. Be very, very careful about what you say. Be very, very careful about what you release because he says, whatever. What does whatever mean? Anything. Anything and everything, whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Now, the good part of this, the, the, the positive part of this is very simple. We who sow good stuff, 
we ought to take care, take, take, um, be, be encouraged and take heart here because he said, whatever a man sows, that also he's going to reap. So if you've been a good sower, guess what? You're going to be a good reaper. Yeah. Take courage. Be encouraged by this because he said, whatever a man sows, that he's also going to reap. See, I live this way. That's why I'm very, very careful the way I treat people. Very, very careful about what I say to people. Now, I'm not perfect. I have made mistakes and do make mistakes and probably will. But I try with everything I have to sow only good because I only want good back into my life. Is everybody with me? As it goes with the word of God and faith, I just try my best. You know, I just declare good things over my life, over my household, over my extended family, over my pets, over everything. I, I, I just sow seeds of faith. And I believe, I believe that in all of these circumstances and situations, faith is producing something in my life. It has produced in my See, I'm at a point now where it's not like I'm just saying this and it's not happening. It's hap- it's, it has happened in my life. I stand in a different place today through the principles of faith that I have been teaching for over 35 years. So where I stand today is not just, is not just, you know, I'm telling you something that I don't have, oper- I've got it operating in my life. I see how God works. I see what God will do. And this is how, it, it, it's the process of faith. You've got to start with the very, very first step. You've got to sow the word. You've got to sow forgiveness. You've got to sow love. You've got to sow patience. Come on, are you with me? And you will see these things come. You, listen, here, you got to sow money. Thank you for the two and a half amens out there somewhere. I said, you got to sow money. If that's what you want to come back into your life. Poor, broke, insufficient, can't hardly meet your needs. You want everyone to feel sorry. I don't feel sorry for you. I don't feel sorry for you at all. I feel sorry for the one who hasn't heard the word of God yet. And hasn't had the opportunity to try this stuff. That's the one I feel sorry for. But I don't feel sorry for some of you suckers who have been sitting in church for 40 years hearing the same word and you haven't done a darn thing about it and you're belly aching about what you don't have. I don't feel sorry for you in the least. You don't want to do it. If you do it, you'll see something change. When you do it, when you live it, when you declare it, when you believe it, when you stick with it and you submit yourself to the process of faith, then you're going to see something change in your life. I don't mean to be so mean this morning, but come on, someone's got to jumpstart you. You're sitting in church and getting moldy. You're starting to look green from the mold because, because you're, you're rotting away, sitting there doing nothing, thinking, well, I can't do it. He's not talking to me. Oh, I hate this kind of message. Yeah, because you know it's truth and nobody likes truth. Nobody wants to hear the truth. You want somebody to tell, oh, everything's just fine. Everything's going to be all right. Just keep living the same lazy way that you've been living and everything's going to be all right. Well, you are in the wrong church. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to commend you for laziness. I commend faith when someone in faith will rise up and do and stick with it and be willing to go through the process of faith. This is not a... A get-rich-quick scheme. This is the process of faith. Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com ny.com or wmca.com thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of god-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the word of god and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come god's word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors